Welcome to the His Call Technology Podcast, where we are communicating tomorrow's business needs today. From just outside Nashville, Tennessee, join His Call as we discuss all things telephony, data, and infrastructure related to business leaders. Here we go. Hello, this is Chuck, your host for the His Call Technology Podcast. I appreciate you taking a few minutes to join us here as we discuss business technology news, trends, products, and solutions. Our goal from the very beginning when we started this podcast was to provide information that helps our listeners make good technology decisions. Better business decisions is our focus today. In business, we want to make good decisions. Let's face it. Many people depend upon us to make good decisions. Our employees, our customers, investors, stakeholders, you know, lots of people depend on us to make good decisions. And how do we do that? I know sometimes we make decisions on a hunch, intuition. Sometimes it's a step or a leap of faith. But for today's podcast, we want to consider something more concrete. Data is critical for consistent and reliable decision making. Data analytics helps us make better business decisions. Our guest today is Peter Hornberger. Peter is Vice President of Sales at Bright Metrics, and Bright Metrics provides business analytics from your phone system and contact center to help you make better data-driven business decisions. Peter, thanks for joining today. Hey Chuck, thanks. Uh, thanks so much for having me. I um, I'm honored to be invited to this. I, I'm excited about what you're doing here. Um, I've been a longtime podcast listener, and it's always cool to see these things pop up in the sphere of what what I you know what I do all day. And um, and Chuck, you you and the His Call team have just been a an awesome partner of ours for quite a while now. So um, I just appreciate you thinking of us and and uh, and bringing me on. I'm really excited about the conversation today. You guys have been a good partner with us. We've got some customers that are using the product. The addition has been a big help to me on the pre-sale side, the reports and stuff that I have access to in the systems. It's efficient. I can get my job done much quicker um, because of sure. bright metrics on the systems. But before we get down deep into it, so you said you're a longtime podcast listener. What, If you don't mind my asking, <laughs> what's some of your favorite podcasts that you like to listen oh, to? Oh, sure. I love. Do you know? Uh, do you know Bill Simmons and the uh, the Ringer? He used to be an ESPN personality, but he started his own company called The Ringer. Are you familiar with him? Yeah, sure. Sure. I, Bill Simmons is it, it, just about anything that their podcast company puts out is is my uh, is my favorite. I love uh, movies and TV shows, and I love sports, and they are just the perfect intersection of those of those worlds for me. So uh, that's almost always what's in uh, what's running in my feed. All right. Excellent. I'll have to check that out. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. So you just recently made a position change at Bright Metrics. You've been at Bright Metrics for a while and you've held, had yeah. some different roles. Will you tell us a little yeah. bit about that and what you're doing now, sure. kind of how you came through Bright Metrics? Yeah, definitely. Um, probably it makes the most sense to start with actually how Bright Metrics was founded. So yeah, uh, about 10 years ago in, in, in 2010, th there was a small company in, in the North Bay uh, in, in California, uh, about 45 minutes north of San Francisco. For listeners who like wine um, in the heart of wine country, uh, Napa Valley, Sonoma County, that sort of thing. And there was a, a little IT reseller in Shortel Park uh, 
the founders of that company, Jim and Andrew, are the, the same guys that founded Bright Metrics. They were selling short sell systems and saw an opportunity for advanced analytics and reporting in that space and said, hey, we can build that. Um, they sold their company and I actually worked for them at that company. I was a, a project manager on the staff there. Um, I went with the sale. I did some other things in between, but kept in touch with those guys as they built out Bright Metrics. And about six years ago, they were looking for someone to come in and manage our partnerships. I said, I would do anything to work with you guys again. So came in, took over, uh, leading our channel partnerships. Check that's how we met originally as I was in that role. Yep, that's right. Um, I did that for a couple of years, loved it. Um, and then our, our development team started to grow a little bit and we needed to uh, do some big updates to our product, integrate with some new things. And so uh, I was asked to take over our, our product and development team and jumped over and did that for uh, for a couple of years. Um, loved it. We accomplished some really cool things. But then our, uh, our head of sales role opened up again. And really my heart's in sales. I love sales. It's what I've done with my whole life. So when the opportunity to jump back into sales came, I, I sprung on it and took it. I've been doing that for, gosh, over a year now. It has flown by. It feels like yesterday that I, I switched roles, but it, it's been a little while now. So. Oh, that's awesome. You know, I enjoy hearing the stories behind different businesses and sure. how they come to be. And, and the Bright Metrics story is interesting, I think, because your founders, they, they had a, a short tail partnership, right? And we're in, installing sure. phone systems and doing this and just saw a need and said, hey, I think, yeah. I think we can do this better. We can, yeah. you know, we can complement this great product with a, yeah. a, something else, something different. And it, it just evolved from that. Totally. You know, I think a lot of the uh, a lot of the early features that that were built in Bright Metrics were literally Andrew, our CTO, just sitting down and saying, uh, "What has driven me crazy about managing this system for the last ten years?" Um, and he just directly built things that are like, "This would have made my life easier." Um, and it, and it's great. And we still, you know, to this day, uh, our goal has always been to keep an eye on those things. 96% of our business sells through channel partners. And so, mm-hmm. you know, one of the things that we're always looking for is, is partners that will come to us and tell us the headaches when it comes to managing a system. Um, what are What's the pain from an IT perspective? What are the reports that might make life easier? And that's a lot of what we build day in and day out. It's just how, how can we make the management and uh, system kind of configuration side of, of these things so much easier. That That's a, a primary goal for us. And I don't think it'll ever change. We've been a channel partner. We uh, we, we love that side of, of supporting these things and providing tools that just make, make day-to-day life managing this stuff easier. It's great that you have a background and understanding of what we as a partner are dealing with. I think that's a really important perspective to have. Sure. Tell us a little bit more about Bright Metrics, the solution that uh, your founders yeah. and have created to supplement. And you mentioned Shortel already. Of course, that's a, sure. now the My Voice Connect platform. But but over time, right. you've added additional systems. Yeah, definitely. So um, broadly, we refer to ourselves as a UC and contact center analytics platform. And 
You know, analytics is a large loaded term these days. Um, you know, everyone's talking about data and analytics and those things. Uh, what I find is when I when I talk to customers, there's one of three things that when you throw out the word analytics, um, that kind of snaps them into their mind. There is dashboards, you know, pretty pictures that are visualizing trends and, and that sort of thing. Um, there's reports, which are, you know, more of your like Excel type file where I'm just feeding out some information and it's kind of in an ugly format, but you can get a lot of data into a simple view, that sort of thing. Um, and then there's like the full-blown business intelligence side of things, Power BI and Tableau and those sorts of tools. Um, Bright Metrics has always tried to live at the intersection of those three things. We have great dashboards, we have really, really good reports, and we also allow tools to pull data out so that you can store that in a data warehouse or access it through uh, overlays with other data like CRM or ERP. We don't think that analytics is any one of those things. We think it's all three of them. We think that a well-run UC or contact center organization is going to need all three of those. For the simple fact of just a small kind of example that I lay out, if I'm looking at a dashboard, a lot of times dashboards are unmoored tools, meaning they're not directly connected to any other reports that I run. So if I'm looking at a dashboard in a normal tool and I see a trend, let's say our call volume is rising month over month, there's usually not enough data in that visualization to understand why is this happening. It's a great way to see it and to know that this is occurring, but it's not a great tool to be able to diagnose why it's happening. You need to be able to go in and look at a report and pull in all kinds of additional data about what times of days are we busiest? Are we staffed properly? Do we have a lot of people on vacation? You can't do that in a dashboard well. And most tools would ask you to go to a completely different place, run a separate report, and maybe you need to run a combination of a dashboard and four reports to get all the answers. In Brightmetrics, we hate that answer. We want you to be able to look at a dashboard, click on a button, and drill straight into a report that adds in all the details. And sometimes you need to go even farther than that down to individual conversation records to understand how does this particular conversation affect the top level metric? And so that drill through is really, really important to us. Uh, the other thing that's really important to us is Power BI and Tableau are phenomenally powerful tools. However, they typically require a lot of expertise and skill to use them well. They're tools largely for data analysts. Mm -hmm. um, and that's hard. A lot of the people that we work with that are looking for the insights here have never run a pivot table in Excel, um, are you know managing an office or managing a contact center. Those are not roles where you typically have like a background in data science and analytics. As a BI tool that has contextual frame of reference around UC and contact center systems, we can take those people who know nothing about data science or data analytics and give them a tool that allows them to unlock the power that an analyst would without all of the kind of gunk that comes with learning how to use Power BI or Tableau. Our contextual knowledge of this space lets us craft tools that can serve people wherever they're at, whether they've done a pivot table before or not. You know, we've got a tool that can give you uh, really, really easy ways to dissect and, and work through that data. That was a really long answer to your question, Chuck. Did I hit on what you were hoping for there? Oh, yeah, absolutely. That was a, it was a great answer. And you mentioned the, the click through. That's an yeah. extremely powerful 
ability to be able to be in one place on a dashboard and to just click and drill down into call details to get the information that you need to try to better understand what's going on. Really, really easy to do. And it, and that's important, like you mentioned, for the average user, you know, that, hey, I wouldn't know where to begin in Tableau. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> me, me either. And I do this for a living. <laughs> <laughs> So to give the average user access to dashboards and information that helps them make better business decisions easily, quickly, is very, very important. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And, you know, there's two kind of primary veins that we see that playing out these days. And there's an interesting kind of shift happening around one of them. But, you know, the, for, for a long time, what we've talked about is... Um, we started the conversation talking about some of the technical benefits and that stuff's very, very real for IT managers or for you as the partner. But when we talk about um, conversational analytics, call analytics, what we are looking to optimize there is customer satisfaction. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, everyone has a has a war story about calling a, a contact center. You know, it's usually like their cell phone provider or their Internet provider or something <laughs> right. like that, where it's, you know, I called in, I waited 15 minutes on hold. I got connected to someone. They couldn't help me. I got transferred to five different departments and I was pulling my hair out by the end of it. That's customer satisfaction stuff. So the first side of like data analytics like this is you know, how do we make customers happy? How do how do we take a call that they probably don't want to make to begin with and make it a delightful experience, not a negative one? The other side of it is is user productivity. I've got a a team that's handling these conversations coming in. I want to make sure I'm staffed properly. I want to make sure that that team is efficient, is handling my customers well, um, all the sorts of things. Uh, The interesting kind of shift in that narrative is another piece that a lot of the customers we work with are talking about now is not just agent productivity, um, or user productivity, but but agent and user satisfaction. You know, right. we've seen this massive, you know, great resignation over the last, uh, you know, 12, 18 months or so. And in the midst of that, it's really important for these teams that we work with to retain their employees. How do we make sure that we're serving our team well um, and, and, and keeping them busy? You know, there's a certain key to satisfaction that means like, I don't want to total my thumbs all day. I want to work, but not overloaded and, and, and keep them in their seats where they, they want to stay here. Um, and so there's this really interesting shift where it's always been customer satisfaction, agent productivity, and it still is that, but now it's also agent satisfaction. How do we make our team want to work here and so you know it's fun it's a good time to be in data analytics i i I love it like there's just exciting shifts in the way that people use our tools um, as we react to everything that's gone on over the last couple years in our world you know that's so good what you just said Uh, we have an advisory board that meets a a few times a year made up of some of our customers and they met they just happened to meet this morning i was in that meeting we gave each of the board members an opportunity to just tell us what's going on in your industry, in your business, what challenges are you faced with. And uh, one topic this morning was getting good employees and retaining yeah. good employees. It's yeah. so hard. It, you know, one of the, the common themes this morning was it is really hard to fill positions with good people today. And when you get yep. those good people, you want to retain them. You don't, you know, you don't want to lose them. And so, we have to continue to focus on the customer experience, like you said, but this addition of this user experience really being important is extremely yeah. valuable today. You're absolutely right. Yeah. 
Yeah, agreed. I think it's become more and more important. I mean, we're seeing this rise in remote work and um, hybrid environments, and, mm-hmm. it, and it allows people to be much more nimble with their careers than they ever were before. Um, and so I think that we'll see a lot more, um, a lot more shifting and movement, which, which is crazy to think, you know, when, when I was coming up in the, in the workforce, it was kind of that transitional point where it went from like, ah, you know, people used to spend 30 years in a career and now they spend maybe five years, but now we're looking at it and it's like people are hopping companies year after year after year. And that is just, look, I manage people. It's hard whenever you lose someone and have to replace them. It's like a six month lag before you're back to the production you had before. So I, I think that retention and satisfaction is just going to get more and more important in this kind of new hybrid remote culture that has started to form over the last couple of years. Oh, I agree with you. It, it is hard and it's expensive too, isn't it? Yep. Oh, absolutely. Yes. You know, look, I, I always quote stats that I'm not sure if they're well-researched or real, but, you know, it's something like the last time I looked at the numbers, it's something like, you know, you're going to spend 150% more replacing someone than retaining them. It's something like that. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's insane when you look at the at the trade-offs and, and cost of losing a person versus uh, replacing them. It, it is so valuable to be able to keep good people uh, in your organization. That's right. And so the, the analytics, the reporting that you guys provide help you help a business understand what your users are doing. You know, are, 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 is one agent taking a lot more calls than another? Yeah. You have, you know, others that are not yeah. doing what they need to be doing to make it more difficult on one person. So all that totally. information is valuable. Yeah, definitely. And we see that in a few forms. You know, there is, there is the managing load. Um, you know, a big part of retaining people is, is not overwhelming individuals, making sure you're staffed properly, making sure that one person isn't bearing the brunt of your, your contact center's volume or something like that. Um, but the other side to it is transparency of expectations. Um, you know, one of the mm-hmm. things that we've seen contact center teams start to use is uh, scorecards with their agents. You know, the, the historical way of like managing performance is we're going to meet for a quarterly review. We're going to talk about how you're doing, um, give you some feedback, both positive and negative. And then, you know, on the on the on the negative stuff, uh, we're going to kind of put together a plan for you to 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 improve that over the next quarter. Well, what you usually see happen in that is for the first two weeks following that conversation, a contact center agent is super motivated to like, yeah, like I, I want to do a good job and work really hard. Um, and then they kind of get back into the grind of their day-to-day life and they fall back into old habits. And you come around to the next quarterly review and you're talking about the exact same things again. One of the most important things that data analytics can provide is a continuous feedback loop. We shouldn't be talking to our employees only once a quarter about the things they need to improve and then waiting till the next quarter to see how they did. We should be looking at those stats and measurements uh, daily, weekly, monthly, and we shouldn't be the bottleneck for them having access to that. You can just hand them reports or schedule it to deliver to them to say, hey, we're trying to work on handle time right now. We want to get your handle time below seven minutes on average. Uh, here's a report that'll show you your daily or weekly handle time average so that you know, how am I doing against this? Most employees will self-manage in that case where they'll say, hey, I understand what I need to do to be successful. I just need the reminder of where I'm at and I need to be able to see that what we're trying to accomplish is attainable for me. Data is such a huge part of that kind of continuous feedback loop. And that makes such a difference in employee satisfaction is just being able to know 
Hey, how am I doing? How, what's my manager think of me? Numbers can just answer that question without having to try to read the nuance behind someone's comments on a Monday morning or something like that. Really, really good. Peter, you guys, I want to kind of circle back around at the yeah. beginning when you when you were talking about, you know, bright metrics as a company launching, ease of use. You guys have done such a good job of that. The product is easy to use, but it's easy to demonstrate to a customer. I mean, you, sure. you can show the benefits quickly and easily. It's easy to set up. They have access to information just right away. And yeah. then the last thing I'll say along the ease, ease of working with, you guys are so good to work with. The support team is awesome. You've got a great website that gives oh, good information. You. The support website has a knowledge base that's just incredible with fantastic information that helps us and our customers get the information that we need. I mean, it, you've just done a good job. I appreciate that. And, and thank you for what you said. It, it's a huge validation of what we're trying to do here. Um, you know, there's a certain side to all of this where as the company that's constantly touting contact center customer satisfaction, we sure better put our money where our mouth is. <laughs> I guess that's right. Yes, that's so true. For the, for the support standpoint, look, I, I'm super biased. The support team rolls up to me and I, uh, I genuinely think they're the rock stars of our organization. And a lot of other people do beyond me as well. Um, our, our customers consistently uh, tell us how much they love the support team. It's great to hear that you've had that experience too. And yeah, the ease of use side of things, uh, that's a huge piece of what we want to do. Um, a, we just want a product that's simple and easy for our customers, but um, also we want something that that people can just come check out. No pressure. Um, short trial, 21 day free trial. It's easy to get set up. Um, what I usually tell people is, hey, set up a trial, come to a demo with one of our specialists. Um, I guarantee even if you don't subscribe to Bright Metrics, you'll probably learn something about what's going on in your organization from that demo. Uh, we can very quickly surface just interesting things. So, um, oh, yeah. so yeah, no, I, I appreciate it. I mean, those are, those are really kind words and a huge validation of what we are striving to do as an organization. We really want to be we want to be the company that people want to work with, uh, not the one that they uh, begrudgingly choose to work with. <laughs> Man, I, I love that, and that that mirrors his calls philosophy. We, you know, we yeah. uh, I, I heard our CEO say to the advisory board this morning, "Hey, you know, we want to do business with people that want to do business with us. We don't want them to feel like they're locked into a contract and they have to be with us if they're not happy. So that's that's yeah. really important. So when you, when you make them happy, they stay with you." Yeah, totally. I, I agree. Yeah, we've we've never uh, we never believed in complicated contracts that lock customers into you know lengthy engagements with us. I mean, that does nobody any good. You know, That's we right. Just, we, we we want people to to want to work with us, and if they don't want to work with us, we should we should learn why and fix it. So yeah, I'm I'm on the I'm on the same board, and and I I uh, you know just in return would say the same thing about you guys. Uh, we think the world of you. You've been a great partner to us. Uh, you know, I've loved the way that we've been able to work together and, and provide mutual value. Um, there's only so much that we can do from a data standpoint. There's a lot of value in what we do, but ultimately a huge part of our own success is you guys and, and what you're doing at a much broader scale supporting those systems. So yeah, we, we really, we, we appreciate you guys. I appreciate you saying that. It's a, it's a good partnership. Let's talk a little bit about interoperability at Enterprise Connect. 
uh, you guys made a, an, an announcement of a new system that you'll be working with. And so let's kind of cover where we can use this Bright Metrics solution. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So, um, you know, again, going back, we were we, we started this whole journey on Shortel. And that went great. Um, over the course of about six years, uh, we worked with most of the major partners selling Shortel. We built up a book of business of over 300 customers. And, um, and, and then Mytel announced they were buying Shortel. And, uh, and, and that was fascinating. Look, we've continued to kind of thrive in the, in the Mytel era. Um, what was really interesting was when, when Mytel bought Shortel, you know, they very quickly decided that they were going to make MyCC a uh, kind of upgrade path for ECC customers on Shortel. Mm -hmm. and, um, and they approached us at the time. He's no longer with Mytel, but at the time, Matt Clare, who was over Contact Center, approached us and said, hey, we've got all these customers and partners that, you know, refuse to move, um, you know, will refuse to leave ECC if they can't take Brightmetrics <laughs> with them. Right. Will, you, uh, will you develop Brightmetrics from ECC? And we said, yes, A, we wanted to support customers as they kind of make an upgrade like that. But B, um, you know, we had no relationship with Mytel at that time and we didn't support any of their products. That was a huge opportunity for us to go and support a bunch of customers who have been using MyCC for ages. Um, and so we said, yes, we developed that integration. We've had that in the market for um, a couple years. We also at the time developed an integration to Genesis Cloud. Um, we were starting to look at, you know, we've been historically on-premise systems, but we were seeing the rise of CCAS um, and, and wanted to get into that space and had an opportunity to jump onto Genesis Cloud, which is a which is a phenomenal context center platform. Um, and so we we built an integration there. And then the logical evolution of the uh, the My Contact Center integration was we started to meet customers that ran My Contact center over my voice business and they said to us hey we we've heard about you we know that you do some uc analytics stuff on the on the my voice connector short side um could you do that for us too um, and that was just the natural next step and so over the last six to nine months we've been working on an integration to my voice business and we are just right now launching that product uh, we announced it a couple of weeks ago we're in what i call an early access phase um, okay where we're just bringing on kind of our first 30 customers or so um, that initial run of customers you know with a system like my voice business that's been around for as long as it's been around every customer that we bring on for the first about 30 brings some new configuration that we've never seen before and so on um, those first 30 customers we really learn a lot through and so we're kind of in that phase we're bringing on the initial run of customers um, and we're looking for people if if anyone listening to this is interested reach out to chuck or myself uh, we'd love to have you come on board and check out what we're doing. Um, this is an opportunity to really, at this phase, partner with us and help define where we need to grow and change and build the platform. Um, and then very quickly, you'll see kind of following. I, I don't know exactly when, whenever is the right time. We'll do a, a general availability and kind of launch this wide at that point. It's been going really, really well. We've got about, I think, 20 customers on today. Um, over the last uh, couple of weeks, um, we've, we've garnered a ton of interest, been able to kind of get some, some great early access customers running. And things are looking really, really good. Uh, when we talk about my voice business, look, predominantly what we're reporting on there is user activity, um, ring groups and hunt groups and AC paths. Those are the three kind of primary avenues that you leverage in my voice business system. And when we talk about all the other systems, all of those things kind of map onto their own versions on my voice connect. You've got hunt groups and work groups. You've got contact center on, you know, the MyCC on Genesis cloud and on the old 
uh, short sell ECC product. And so our goal is, regardless of what platform a customer is running on, to have a very consistent experience. At the end of the day, it's amazing how much you can kind of boil down any one of those systems mm-hmm. to it being a contact center in some capacity. You know, there's a lot of people that I meet, like, uh, you know, I just went to the dentist. You know, my dentist office, they would never consider themselves a call center, but they have they have a scheduling line that you call and that rings to three people on a really simplified work group. Um, and, and those three people are kind of logging in and logging out as they're available and it's queuing in and kind of getting it to them accordingly. Again, they never use the term, but that's a call center. Um, it's a really simple one and it's running on a UC system, but it is a call center. And so, you know, our goal is whether you're on a UC or a contact center system, whatever piece of technology you're using to support those kinds of flows, to have a really consistent reporting package around that, uh, where you can get the same insights around customer satisfaction and agent productivity. Uh, so yeah, we're really excited. We're, we're doing more with my talk. And look, we're not done either. We're going to continue to build out on uh, additional platforms. I don't know exactly what's next. We're trying to figure that out. But uh, but we're definitely going to continue to build onto more platforms and try to support more and more customers out there in the world. Uh, we've had great feedback on what we do, and we just want to do more of it. So, Oh, I'm, I'm sure you had, and that's great news on My Voice Business. And if you're listening and um, have My Voice Business as your communications platform, this is a great opportunity to enhance reporting that you're getting out of that system. And Great opportunity to to be on the front end of this uh, integration. Contact his call, reach out to Bright Metrics, and get signed up and, and see what this is all about. Um, if you're sitting out there with uh, My Voice Connect or Shortail or Enterprise Contact Center or My Contact Center Business or Genesis Pure Cloud, it's ready for you today. Um, reach out to us. We'll get you signed up. Peter, as I kind of one one last thing, I think I want to be clear about this is a cloud-based product. There's no yeah. premise-based server to install or anything like that. It's cloud-based, easy to deploy, subscription-type model. Yeah, definitely. Um, you're right on. It's a SaaS-based product. It's subscription-based. There's no physical hardware that needs to be installed. Uh, you know, I'd say that it, it it takes less than ten minutes to install, but Honestly, most of the listeners don't need to worry about that. Even they're going to work with you, and you'll install it for them. So that's right. Uh, yep. re- reach out, reach out to Chuck, and he'll just get you taken care of. But it genuinely is a really simple thing to get uh, to get up and running. Um, and uh, and and yeah, our goal is to be again to the point that we made earlier. Our goal is to be a delight to work with. We want this to be as simple as possible. And um, and, and 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 I think we've done a good job of that. It's oh, I agree. You have done a good job. It. Cool. You have. I appreciate you jumping on here today, yeah. talking through this with me. It's been a while that I've talked with you. Brian has been taking yeah. such good care of us. I haven't talked to you in a in a few years, so uh, yeah. I'm, I'm glad to uh, talk with you. Oh, I'm so happy to do this, and uh, and yeah, Brian is 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 awesome at what he does, and uh, and I have. Uh, complete faith that he's taking good care of you and, and it's good to hear that. So um, yeah, Chuck, listen again, thank you so much for, for having me on. I, I, uh, I appreciate it to everyone listening. I, I never take it lightly that someone will listen to me talk for a half an hour. So I genuinely <laughs> appreciate your time and, um, and hopefully uh, we'll get to talk one-on-one sometime soon. Like I said, we're always more than happy to, to chat live with anyone. So Reach out to Chuck, uh, work with the His Call team if you don't already. They're awesome, and they will more than likely get you introduced to us as well. And uh, and I look forward to that. Uh, look forward to that happening at some point. All right, good good word there, Peter. Great great finish. 
Um, so, Peter, as I wrap up uh, the podcast, I wrap up every episode of the podcast with just these encouraging words. Don't be afraid, only believe. Thanks for taking the time to listen to the His Call Technology Podcast. Subscribe to this podcast so you can stay up to date with today's business communication trends. To learn more about His Call solutions for your business needs or to listen to previous podcasts, visit us at our website, hiscall.com. Thank you.